Go ahead. We were in total cahoots. Okay, so you all we do, all we cheated. did was glance at each other. Okay, so Ryan Braun is a great hitter, a fantastic hitter, <laughs> <laughs> and he also hit somebody with a bat the other night. So yeah, yeah good times. I rolled dice one time at a bachelor party, and the guy goes, "You don't want to roll. You don't want to play craps against me. I'm really good at it." And I go, "There's no, there's no skill." <laughs> can't just go right for the hole you gotta massage a little bit no you don't (laughs) luke takes what he wants (laughs) i don't know what you emailed me we're recording just so you know okay what did you email me you emailed me something about Michelle Obama. Oh, yeah, the kid with the resume. Oh, yeah. Okay. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to You're Gonna Get a Disease with Luke and Nick, episode uh, nine. Getting, I mean, it's this the last of the single digits, man. Now we're fucking something. I can't believe I've spent over nine hours with you. We have more legitimate audio than any boy band from the 90s at this point. I know. So. I'm, I'm planning on lip syncing after this. <laughs> you get a fill-in that sounds nothing like you. Yeah. Hello. Just to do a bad impersonation of you. Mr. Black. Mr. Black. This is why I don't like the Obamas. Like, Mr. Black. <laughs> <laughs> well, um... Uh, would, when you just turn it into this episode, you probably heard uh, our new uh, theme song by Mr. Tommy Pope. I just want to say thanks again, Tommy. I appreciate uh, you doing on-the-fly lyrics in the middle of a wine bar. That was quite cool of you, man. I appreciate it. You sound like a professional Chicago blues singer. He, he sure does. Yeah. Bitches, please. Bitches, please. I'm going to um, see if I can actually write some more lyrics than the four that I have. And I'll, I'll see if I can uh, do like a little two minute song, maybe professional quality. Ah, you don't need. No, no, no. It. Like he, he's he's got he's got his own sound equipment at home, so I figured like, why not have a little something extra? You know, we could p- splice a little. Just don't play two it. minutes at the beginning. No, 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 no. That was that was a lead in for the you know our little back and forth audio clips that I like to put in there. You know, before. I got gotcha. Yeah, see, you got to have a a little bit of a. Look, you can't just go right for the hole. You got to massage a little bit. No, for, you don't. <laughs> Luke takes what he wants. <laughs> so uh, the um, the big stuff that I got, uh, I feel fucking awesome because you remember like way back I was bitching about the cops and I got pulled over. Yeah. All right. So uh, on Friday, 
Uh, we were doing. You pulled uh, over a cop to get him no, back. No, no, it was even better than that, dude. I um, was on three fifty five. Mm-hmm. This one's legit. I was clearly speeding. Okay. Okay. And I'm going on the uh, off ramp onto Butterfield Road. Okay. So, uh, if anybody's familiar with Butterfield Road, it's got two right-hand turn exits onto Butterfield. So, there's a left lane and a right lane that can both turn right onto Butterfield. And if you're in the left lane, you can't turn. It's not legal. On right. Yeah. But if you're on the right side, you can turn right onto Butterfield. Sure. So, either way, uh, there was a cop on the shoulder that had pulled somebody over. And there was a backup squad behind me. That was coming to help his buddy out. Yeah, but caught me speeding. But it's about uh, three car separation, and red and blues come on, and I know it's for me. I yeah. just I whizzed right by him like fuck, you know. So there was three car separation for so I get through the toll booth into that double right turn lane, mm-hmm. and I'm on the right side, and he's about three cars behind me. He gets into the left lane, but there's a car there. Mm-hmm. He's red and blues, and he's like trying to wave to me and everything. I turn immediately onto Butterfield. I pull into a parking lot, and he whizzes right by me. I, it's it's like the I just feel awesome. It was the slowest car chase ever, and I got away, dude. I got away. That's it. That's my story. I've never done that before. That's cool. Yeah, see, I have. <laughs> my brother in law's done shit like that too, but he was always blazing at like. 120 miles an hour or something ridiculous like i was maybe going five over and he just wanted to you know ruin my day wanted to get you yeah but fuck the police fuck the police. see i got all kinds of fun shit that the bar wanted us to talk about okay the bar and this 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 affects you directly god damn it dog it Havana wants to play with Luke. She's right. bringing him toys yeah. and shit. Havana, go get me the peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> it's not cheating if it's your dog. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> so um, this, yeah, this, this, I really wanted your opinion on this. You're, you're going through uh, a wedding sure. right now. You're doing all your planning and shit like that. Yep, yep. And I remember back in 2005 what a hassle that was. Mm-hmm. Um, now, is it still like invitations or a photographer and all that stuff just because they slapped the word wedding in front of it is it that much more money at this point because we figured out the system if you just hire a photographer and you don't tell them what it's for <laughs> well i i i i don't know i don't hire a photographer or get make invitations for anything else so who the hell knows i mean i know the invitations if i took them to my printer it'd probably be half the price mm-hmm. um but their wedding invitation yes um, These are special because, but like we're you know we're we're like uh, our friend Steve and Amy's cousin are splitting the duties on pictures for the wedding and the nice. reception. That is going to save Steve you won't billion let me. Dollars. Well, Steve won't let me pay him. Um, oh. So I've you know I've told him I'm like, all right, that's your gift to us, you know, because you try. I don't I don't you know I don't ask Steve to take advantage of. Him. I know Steve likes photography and wants to get into it. He fucking and loves if it. I could, he's good at it, too. he's very so. good at it. And if I could pay him, you know, give him a paid gig and then. You know, he has these pictures to use as his. Absolutely. But he refuses, and uh, which, you know, is Steve's a good guy, and he, so I, I don't expect him to get us anything. Yeah, that's that's super cool. I didn't know he I was I just doing expect that. Jonah to pay double to cover Steve's gift. <laughs> I would imagine you could get Jonah to chip in. I'll chip in for Steve. I'll give you $5 right now, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was, I was fucking with my friends in California, and I, two, you know, there's four you know couples coming out okay 
and two of them have claimed rooms at the house. And uh, <laughs> I told the one guy, Gilbert, who's – I go, well, one of you will be in the room with the – where the PlayStation is. He's like, that's, that's my room. This is my fucking room. And I go, well, I said, uh, uh, whoever gets me the better gift, I said, we'll get the room with the PlayStation. And he, and he, and he, there's like silence. And I go, and Cisco, the other guy, I go, Cisco's very generous. He goes, I know he is. Fuck. And Gilbert's real tight. So, but in the, I mean, it's just going to be, Cisco's got a bad back. So I'm just going to, whatever bed he prefers will be his room. I'm very excited that you brought up that name. Cisco? Cisco, because uh, I like bringing up old stories. Mm. All right, serious. this is still relevant to wedding conversation, I guess, <laughs> when you think about it. Yes. All right, so um, I can get, set the scene. All right, Luke's got a buddy named Cisco. He's from L.A., right? Yes, he is. Born and raised. Real good guy. Um, yeah, high, high quality dude. High you, ever, quality. you ever have a group of guys together and somebody says something... That makes the party stop. I think he's like you I could scratch the record. I say it to this day, like to people that don't even know Cisco. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> it's a famous. It's a famous. Okay, so here's the deal. You just say, like, "Oh my god!" My my first marriage. Go ahead and say the name Voldemort. Uh, <laughs> we had the bachelor party. It was in Vegas, and we got married in uh, a church in Vegas. And- the bachelor party was in Las Vegas. Yeah, it was at. Uh, we had a suite at the MGM, and uh, nice suite too. It was huge. We get uh, my brother hooks up uh, the talent. The talent, the evening, which sucked, by the way. Let me just state: you think that, that were the, they were untalented? They were untalented. The untalented talent. And I tell them, they go, "Well, what do you know? Well, you got to start at the beginning because they said, well, what do you, you know? What do you want?'" And I said, "You know what? I don't want to be in the middle." I just want everybody traveled to get here. Just work the room. Work the crowd. The yeah, say hi. Oh, okay. I'm Bambi. So the first thing they do is put me in the middle. <laughs> she grabs a belt from one of my friends and starts whipping me with it and using the buckle side, and it goes under and hits me in the balls. So I'm like, hey, you know, she's like, oh, I'm sorry. Are you mad? I'm like, yeah, I'm fucking mad. You're not doing what I told you to do. And you just hit me in the ball. Actually, she's just doing what we told her to do. So hit him in the balls as many times as you possibly can. So I'm like sitting there. And all of a sudden, my friend Cisco, who rated the like plush robe from the sleeve, <laughs> is wearing this white robe. He's got all his clothes on, but he's got this big white robe on. He's kneeling like, next to me. I go, what are you doing? He's like picking up money. He's like, oh, I'm making change. <laughs> he, he's, he's fucking hammered. Do you have a change for a two? <laughs> so. <laughs> so. <laughs> The girls end up leaving. They were terrible. So my brother feels bad, you know, because he set it up. And I'm like, dude, don't worry about it. It's fine. You know, because I don't, you know, I just everybody together is all that matters. Mm. Um, which could lead to our Jonah story of the week, oh, by the way, yeah. the later in the it's night. A million stories. Um, and he goes, okay, we're going to Cheetahs. Is that all right with everybody? Everybody's like, fine. <laughs> no, he goes, how there's many guys are in the room? There's, 30. There's, there's, there's 30, 30 guys in the room. And and we're going to Cheetahs. They're going to send a, a limo bus to pick us up, and they're going to take us back. We're like, sweet. So all of a sudden, you hear, you hear Cisco, wait, 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 wait. Everybody's like jabbering and whatever, pounding beers. Wait, 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 wait. And, and uh, he quiets the room, and he goes, guys, let's go to the Olympic Garden because it has both male and female strippers. <laughs> Silence. <laughs> now... In my mind, I knew exactly what he was saying to start, which is there would be women there for the single guys, okay? <laughs> but 
I'll be damned if I was going to let him explain himself. No, no. You got to cut him off at the past. The room explodes. A bunch of, you know, straight alpha males. Ah! Right, why don't you go to Thunder from Down Under? Ah! <laughs> and he's getting all pissed off. He's like, no, guys, listen. Come on. And, he's a, and then somebody next to him is like, no, no, I know what he's trying to say. Listen, listen. And we were like, ah, why don't you go to a glory hole, you know? <laughs> It's Vegas. We can do whatever we want. Yeah. Shit. Like, I, I think it was the pleading with the crowd. That was the best part. That was the best part. Like, you guys, come on. Yeah. I'm straight. Leave me alone. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Today, tonight, you're our, our gay friend. Yeah. And he still, we still to this day, you know, where do you want to go? Do you want to go to Olympic Garden for both male and female strippers? It's like, hey, we can go here because they got guys and girls. Come on, guys. Let's make it happen. So, poor Cisco. I love that story, dude. It's a good story. I, I, it's the, um, I haven't had a record scratch moment like that in a while. It was you know, a good Somebody story. says something that makes the party stop, and it's always a good thing. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Cisco, you're number one on that list, man. <laughs> good job. But uh, going back to the wedding, man, like um, the thing that killed me, when I got married in 05, they, I went to the, the Willowbrook Holiday Inn, and um, they gave me this this pamphlet and it was like your wedding dreams come true at the willowbrook holiday inn i think i probably still have it. it's like a little trifold that they had and since i had uh planned all the banquets for sigma delta i had previously gone to the willowbrook holiday and they didn't know me from anywhere the people that were helping me out and i had their other pamphlet which was basically the exact same pamphlet with the exact same meals and the exact same comps but everything was cheaper mm. by like five dollars on yeah. average. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? You included a cake. And I'm like, I don't want the wedding package. I want this one. You know, I know the prices are the same because the dates are, you know. Yeah. And it's like. Did they give it to you? Of course. Yeah. Because I asked. You know, like, so I don't know if that's been rearing its ugly head. I'm like, are you just charging me because it's a wedding? Well, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. I mean, we got a pretty good deal on the, the reception hall and the food. Um, and they actually since like a month after we signed the contract, they came out with new portions and new prices. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course, we're raising. They're going to honor our. If you thing, yeah, if, if you nice put a place. deposit down, they should always honor based on the deposit price as opposed to like you know just oh by the way it's been a fifteen percent increase. Yeah. yeah, so it's you know it's sure it's exp- it's expensive to get married in it, but it's it's you know if it's me mm-hmm. if it's just me planning something. You're gonna get a fucking Facebook invite and some burgers. <laughs> but is that how you did your wedding invitation? Yeah. Just show up, click like if you like. Yeah, it. but you know it's Amy and she she likes it and it you know like flowers. What do I care about flowers? Your your bride to be is the sweetest lady ever. Yeah, it's like so whatever. Days if it to makes, our nuptials, it's, it's not so like she's, It's not like she's going. We need these thousand dollar seat covers. No, she's being. I like. I've told her. I said, do we do we need to pay three bucks a seat cover? Oh, does so anybody worst, worst does anybody ever remember if a wedding had a seat cover? Or I not? got into a fight about seat covers with one of my cousins, and I can't remember who who it was. She was adamant on the seat cover. She's yeah. like, "Well, it makes the wedding look nice." I'm like, "The chairs below it look pretty nice. They doesn't they look nicer matter. than my chairs." I couldn't remember. I I cannot remember if I've ever been to a wedding with seat covers or not seat covers. We uh, had. Oh, this is great. Um, the uh, one of Allison's cousins got married. It was a couple years back, and. She decided to go elaborate decoration, and uh, the bar was kind of like, in my opinion, unsatisfactory to the elegance of the wedding. 
You're like, ah, you're, so you're, she cut back on. She cut back on the liquor, awesome. but the place looked amazing. I will give her that. Like the place, but she had these candelabras that were like insanely big. They're like centerpieces in the middle of of the tables, and they had to have been like three feet high, which wow. was ridiculous. Like it looked like, you know, just some gardens oh. with candles and everything. One of them caught fire. <laughs> <laughs> we're sitting at the table, like, hmm. Something ain't right, and sure enough, like I'm surprised the whole place didn't go up. You know, well, our, I mean, like Amy's cutting back on, you know, like flowers. She's she's got her florist, but she goes to Sam's Club to get the flowers, mm-hmm. and then has her arrange it and saves money. And our our centerpieces are like some flowers, and the history of the cub player of the table you're sitting at because all the tables are going to be named after cub players so do you know who i'm uh, sitting at at this point or is that still no, i haven't we haven't done the because we got to send out the invitations and see who's showing uh so well, you're at the head table so it's either going to be it's either going to be uh ernie banks or greg maddox i haven't decided that's a tough choice i know you got to give it to maddox that's your player ernie banks is before i love your time, dude. maddox but but ernie banks is mr cub he's mr cub but and you he, know and he and he named the dance floor ernie banks he transcends <laughs> generations name the dance floor ernie banks nah, See, then i won't ever be on it name your cake ernie banks we're not even get we're getting a little cut cake and then we're Call having it ernie cakes, cakes. <laughs> ernie cakes <laughs> no but it's it's you know it's stuff like that i mean it's not well, speaking of cake and cubs, did you see the shit for the 100th anniversary of Wrigley Field? Yeah. They had Buddy the Baker make the cake, the yeah. guy from Cake Boss. Yeah. And me and Allison, have, when we had cable, we watched that show all the time. Yeah. I don't know. I was sitting about Buddy Velastro that I just he, – he, I think he's hilarious. So, um, But he made this cake modeled after Wrigley Field. It was beautiful. They threw it away. It wasn't them. It was the museum that threw it, threw it away. I, why didn't they just give it to people? It was supposed to, well, they, it sent it, it was outside all day for like 10 hours. So it's just floating and getting scummy or yeah. stale? And then they, they sent it to the museum for some charity thing, and then it was thrown away after that. Because I imagine that cake that big could serve at least a thousand people. Yeah, no, You'd well, figure that they no, were no, like, boom. A lot of it wasn't edible. Oh, it was like a fondant and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Just like big buckets of sugar. <laughs> yeah. I would have loved to try it. That, I, no, it was, it was, it was. I don't. You, the pictures. The picture's pretty damn funny. Oh yeah, yeah. but in the end, I mean, <laughs> it's like a, it's a fucking cake. It's a cares? cracked Wrigley Field sitting in the dumpster. Well, that was like Bravo. Standard. Yeah. <laughs> Cubs in. Uh, let's see. It's April twenty seventh, two thousand fourteen. The Cubs are ten and a half games out, and the Sox are four and a half games out. You'll get our update every uh, every show. So. I, you better pay attention because I don't really pay attention to what they're out of first. I just like, oh, come on. The Crosstown like, Classic is like next week. Well, Aren't you excited about the, the record, rivalry that no one cares about anymore? The record doesn't matter, though. I mean, if they're playing each other. That's the only time I really worry. I mean, I f- I'll follow baseball in the sense of, like, I'll see, oh, you know, who's in the leading in this division. Mm-hmm. But I don't, like, specifically go, where are the White Sox? <laughs> the only time I care about the White Sox is if they're playing the Cubs. I, I follow. Or playing someone in the Cubs division. I follow all the baseball, uh, but the problem I always have with any sport, I can never, but I, I can never remember names. Like that pitcher, uh, that, guy. that guy. He's that guy from the team. He did the thing. Yeah. Well, no, I, I mean, I, 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 you know, I'll pay it. Uh, a guy I know posted uh, the other night, and I, I, I get on. I get on Sox fans on Facebook who do this. We get on you because you're awful. um, (laughs) When they post about the Cubs and, like, against the Cubs when they're not playing. 
So my friend Susan, my friend Susan is uh, she's guilty of that. And she's I, totally guilty of that. I she never, follows the Cubs demise. She's I she never, but she my, soaks in are it. Are you a Sox fan? She's or a, are you anti Cubs? At she, least say I'm anti Cubs. She's completely anti Cubs. Yeah. Then admit it, but it's like this guy posted. He goes, I noticed last night that you know four Chicago teams played and the Cubs were the only team that lost. Is that okay to post as a Sox fan? And I put. It's okay. I, I responded. I said it's okay to post. If you, as a I'll say it. Luke. Worry, Luke Pascal needs to stay out of White Sox business. Worry about the Cubs because I don't. I, I never post anything against the White Sox except when they play the Cubs. Oh, that's what I care. You know, I gotta tell you, the dude, there's no more reason to post anything. That rivalry, whatever it was, uh, ten years ago, it was pretty amazing. Like, you know, there was, like, an electricity in the town, like, when the games were happening. It was almost like Bears-Packers. Now it's, like, the White Sox minors will be playing, like, the Marlins or something like that. It's, it's like, nobody cares anymore. There's seats available at both stadiums for the games. Like, Mm -hmm. would you ever expect that to happen in your lifetime? I always thought that would be a good draw. No. I like the games. I like... They're fine. I went last year at Wrigley for the first time because I could never get tickets. I always got tickets for the... the, the US Comiskey. Or, or Comiskey. Um, but the year, the one year I went and we took, uh, I can't even remember who went with me. I know Aaron went, um, and I'm sure Jonah then went, but there was some fat guy. Okay. <laughs> he had a, a, a wife beater on, and he was a mushy little dude. So with he was, a, he he was a, one of Chicago's finest. Yeah. He had yeah. a socks hat on sideways. He spent, and I'm not exaggerating, okay? We're watching the game, and there's, like, Sox fans and Cub fans, and we're talking about, like, I was talking to a guy in front of me that was a Sox, and we were talking about players, like, mm. you know, I, you know, like, guy came up to pinch hit or something for the Sox, and, I, and I'm like, you know, what's this guy like? And he's like, oh, he's this and this, and, you know, enjoying the game. This fat guy was up about, to my right, about three rows. He spent, and I'm not exaggerating, <laughs> five innings standing up, facing the other way, just saying, Cubs suck, over and over again. Then he picks a fight with like a 45-year-old guy who's up about five rows from How him. How old do you think he was? He was probably about 22. Starts jawing at the This guy didn't say a word to him. The guy was sitting there with his three little kids uh-huh. who all had like Cub hats on. And he starts jawing at the guy. And the guy like didn't even realize he was talking to him at first. Like He's just like... You see him kind of like react like, oh, my God, is he talking to me? Starts like picking a fight with this guy. The whole section was like, sit down, you fat ass. Sit the fuck down. Go. And he's like, all he, he stood there and said, Cub suck, Cub suck. And he just kept saying it. Like and I'm like, broken record. I'm like, this guy, he needs to get punched in the head. At least to straighten his hat out. <laughs> Well, you gotta admit, there's ass clowns on both sides. They're, of course there ridiculous. is. Of course and, there is. Uh, man, see, like we we've already brought up the Olympic Garden story with Cisco, which could lead to a great Jonah story. This conversation can lead to an amazing Jonah story. Like I just think of all the times he's been that ass clown. I got two Cubs Jonah stories, which are great. So, but wait, wait. save it for Jonah. Yeah, story we gotta really. save it. We gotta save that stuff. But like, uh, did um, all right. The guy. What, what fascinates me is when Chicagoans are, like, in a stadium and they fight. Because I see it all the time when people go back and forth, like, opposing teams. Usually this happens, like, at Bears-Vikings games, which are always fun. But um, I always find it amazing how, regardless of the people are that are on the right, so, like, the people telling them to sit down. Mm-hmm. Sit down, you fucking fat ass. There's kids here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. No, I almost got into no it. No disrespect. I almost got into it. We went. Uh, I went with Amy and my nephew and his girlfriend. Um, she, he's a Cubs fan. She's a Sox fan. To Cubs Sox at Comiskey. Mm. We had it was a night game and it was a really good game. And uh, it was like back and forth. Like, and I, I want to say the Sox won, but I don't remember because it went. It was really bad. I remember leaving, going, "That was a good game." Um, and there was, I was, you know, getting a few beers in, and I start making comments, (laughs) you know, like it was mostly against Soriano. Um, but this this guy, this was like an old guy sitting in front of me with like his grown children Mm -hmm. who were watching the game, and they thought I was a Sox fan because I was ripping Soriano so much, and. she, he turned around and looked at me, and he kind of laughed. And, I, and she turned around. And she goes, "He's surprised you're a Cubs fan." I said, "Oh yeah, yeah. I just don't like Soriano." And she goes, "He's tweeting about you." <laughs> and I go, "Cubs fan, I go, hate Cubs." I go, "What?" what she, she's like, "He everything you're saying." Because I was, you know, one liner after one liner after one liner. And she's like, "He has twelve followers, and he's tweeting about you." Um, and you know, like two innings later, there's this hashtag guy, 1908. There's this guy sitting behind me. Who starts saying things about the Cubs, and that's fine. And then he starts saying things about Cub fans, but he's leaning into my ear like this, like he's leaning forward so that he, I oh, know. So now you, he's, so get, he's he's trying to he's trying he's, to draw a reaction from me yeah, yeah, specifically, yeah. and I ignored him I for do. about an inning and a half. And you know, I don't pay. You could I don't have pay a podcast attention. with him. And then he says, "I'm you know, Cubs aren't Chicago." South side of Chicago, <laughs> and all you Cub fans that come from the suburbs, and and you you, you don't you're not real Chicago. You come from the burbs, and and I I'd had it. And I turned around. And I said, you know what? I don't want to live on the fucking South Side because it's a shithole <laughs> like that. <laughs> and the, he starts jawing back at me, and he was hammered, and he was probably like a, like 28 years old. Was it Jonah? No, it was not. Right. And he was like this gangly dude. Like he wasn't like some big dude that should be talking shit. And his friends are starting trying to calm him down because he's, he's like a real man. He's like five beers after, later than these, these guys. And he starts talking John at me, and I stood up and I said, and he and he said uh, what he said something to me like, well, we'll see or something about something. And In the I world series, and he's talking about the game, and I thought he was talking about me. And I said, oh, and I stood up you and he I was go, picking a fight, I go. I stood up and I go, we'll fucking see right now, guy. I said, I'm going to kick the fuck out of you. And me, Amy and I had been dating like three weeks. I mean, it was. I, and I don't the know guy's this, like, man. The guy's like, I meant it after the game, or about the game. I said, I don't mean that game. I said, I'm going to knock you the fuck out. And the guy's, and so he they calm him down. Then the guy's, my nephew's, he's talk, talking to my nephew about, you know, kind of, and he admits he's from like Niles. So he's this, the whole conversation was based off a of false, yeah. False pretense. So he's he's coming from like the North Rich Burbs, or no, not Niles. Uh, where's Northwestern at? Uh, Evanston. He was from Evanston, and he's like coming. He's like, yeah, I'm actually from Evanston. And my, my nephew goes, then why the fuck are you talking shit about real fans being on the South Side? <laughs> you live in the ritziest town here. <laughs> You jerk off. Cubs fans don't know what you're talking about. Oh, it was ridiculous. Give me some more caviar. Basically, you know. See, but don't like when you did that. Like, didn't a part of you get kind of like? I know you're a couple beers in. Sure. Yeah, but the the aggressiveness came came in like he obviously had some buddies there. Yeah. I mean, like, what would have happened if he really did swing on you? Obviously, you probably would have pounded him. But you, we had this conversation about guys getting in fights. Weren't you like the least bit like? 
I would have beat the fuck out of him until security <laughs> pulled me off of him. Well, what about his friends? You think they would have hit you in the head or probably? Yeah. So. My 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 theory in group fights is aim for the your middle. friends might get me, but I am <laughs> I am not going to let you go. So you better convince your friends to stay the fuck out because I will pound you. The alpha male comes out, man. I don't. I, 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 you know, I, I don't was, have it in me. I was, I was like, embarrassed after. You know, I'm like, I can't believe I let him get to me. But well, it was. It was like two innings of in my ear. Did, did Amy just lick her lips after that? And said, I'm ear. gonna marry him one day. I, apo- well, I apologize <laughs> to her. I think it. You know, I think she she likes seeing me be a tough. Because it's not like I walk around getting in fights. So when you see that sort of side of me it's like okay it's there did she play roller derby at this point no she hadn't she hadn't gotten into oh it yet. so you look at like you know that's she attracted to the aggressiveness she's like i'm gonna beat bitches one day and marry yeah, this yeah. man that's what i'm gonna do that's so, right so yeah we we wrapped all the way back around to weddings see that <laughs> <laughs> we're very good at this so uh let's get down to the important part have you uh planned any uh oh uh, is it nuns planning your party i guess um any, I, I any idea? No. I, uh, Scott called me yesterday and was asking. Give about me an it. excuse to go to Las Vegas, Luke. Is what I'm. I think at. we're going for Shep's. I don't. What? Oh, I don't know. Who. Shep oh, Shep. Getting, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. getting married. So he's talking about Vegas in June, and I said that's sweet. But, that's my daughter's birthday month, and and, and you all, have to spend all, the whole month yes, with her. All, all weekends are null and void until I get that party situated. So. Um, no, I, 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 I said I want to play paintball. I suck at paintball because you can't see. I with that, and I got beat up by a guy. That's another story entirely. So yeah, but I don't really, you know, whatever. I don't, I don't need like strippers or anything. It doesn't matter to me. I just want to go out and drink. Yeah, well, I, I, you know what I'd like to do. You know what I'd like to do. I'd like to fall asleep on a couch, paintball, and play poker. Oh, you, I, you took like thirty bucks from me the last time we played poker. I want to get, I want to get revenge. I'm not terrible. You can't see. I've, I've won tournaments. Me and Allison have won little house poker tournaments a couple times but we played the table which was great we we didn't um because you know whatever money i was gonna win was gonna go to her anyway so So all we all we did was we we were in total cahoots okay so all we do all we did was glance at each other okay so ryan braun is a great hitter a fantastic hitter (laughs) (laughs) and he also hit somebody with a bat the other night so yeah yeah, good times well now i we jonah and i played in uh at the uh in New Buffalo, Michigan. Oh, you do? Yeah, yeah. And I remember that. You guys won like 500 bucks, right? He was low stack, and we had agreed going in that we would split any winnings. And That's he a was good like, way to do it. He was low stack, and we were at our final table. And he would, he, I as and I was big stack. And as, you know, in tournament play, the big stack goes after the low stack. You start eliminating people. Mm. And I fucking, I laid off of him. And I folded a couple winning hands <laughs> to get him back into it. And the guy, nobody at the table knew we knew each other. We didn't communicate. We didn't talk. You know, it was just chatter, like, amongst the group. And well, You guys communicated by laying down hands. That's what, well, exactly I looked, what me and Ali did. Just I like, looked at him, and I'm like, if I go after him, I'm going to eliminate him. And my goal was for us to take first and second so we could split the winnings, and that's exactly what we did. And the guys left the table dumbfounded, like, why didn't he go after him? Fuck. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, yeah. And you guys are high-fiving. <laughs> hey. <laughs> well, Allison plays the, uh, when she plays poker, she plays the dumb card so well. What beats a full house? I'm not, you know, she's just like, she's, she looks like, I don't know. I got four of the same shape. I'm sure. I'm not sure if these win. And she does it to the point where you actually believe her. So don't play cards against Allison is what I'm getting at. 
Shit will fucking I'm take a, your money. I am a vulture on the poker table. I attack. <laughs> and the Just thing like that, those Sox fiends. I'm going to kill them. Thing I, I, I played play in a poker tournament. I got, the guy stayed in on king six. I had I had uh, kings. I had pocket aces. Did he? Well, he stayed for the flop. He. I went all. I was getting low stacked in okay. this tournament. I had my aces. Guy bet. Another guy raised. I went all in because you don't slow play aces. No, you got to go crazy. You you hit them hard, and especially when you're low stack. I went all in, hoping for one caller. This guy calls me. Everybody else folds. Okay. He turns over king six. And he wasn't like big stack. Like I'm going to try to knock this guy out. And it was early. It's an in the awkward tournament. set of cards to me. He's got the. the it's a terrible set of. Yeah, you don't stand on that. Yeah, that's. that's I don't. Ends yeah. up. So he ends up flopping king six, and beats me with two of a kind. You got lucky or two pair. Yeah. And he goes, huh, uh, "Sorry, dude." Uh, and I looked at him, and I wanted to freaking like karate chop him right in the throat. <laughs> I'm like, because I've he'll never go seen home. you more angry. You know what we talked about politics. We've talked about steroids. I don't think I've ever seen you more angry in any subject more than cards. After you've like got dogged out of like when we were in Vegas like a couple months back and you've had a, a few bad draws there and you were well you, your face turns red. I know how to play you, poker. Yeah. I know what now there's certain nuances of how aggressive you are. Then there's mid-range like cards. Phil like, Hellamuth. do I play these? Do I not? No, Phil Hellmuth doesn't play anything but the best <laughs> hand ever. Um, but guys that stay in on ridiculous shit where the odds are like 4% of them beating you, mm-hmm. and they win, and then they think they're great poker players. And it's not. There's always luck involved, no matter what. But if it was completely luck, there wouldn't be any pros. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I've, I've, I've I, said that a hundred times. I understand the odds. I understand when to be aggressive, when not to be aggressive, what to bet, how much to bet, when to bet, the whole you know the whole nine yards. And when someone plays ridiculous and then says, I'm a good poker player. I rolled dice one time at a bachelor party, and the guy goes, you don't want to roll. You don't want to play craps against me. I'm really good at it. And I go, there's no, there's no <laughs> skill. You're you're betting a number and you roll. It's Some like, guys get like hot, saying but it's skill and roulette. You know exactly. Hey, I play the outsides, and and he, you know, but he said you don't want to play against me, and I wanted to just grab him and by his Wait, ears and start beating him off the table. That's a really dumb phrase because you don't play the other player necessarily in like yeah, breakdown yeah. craps though. Like in like in like it's like it's like you know rolling against the wall. Oh, I'm gonna bet for the roller. You bet against me against the roller. That's how you play. I've been playing that away, for years. You take away the whole yep. board and everything, and it's just me against you on this roll. That was us in Bowood all the time. We played against that really shitty dirt wall. I won maybe eleven dollars one night. I was really happy about that when I was sixteen. Or My something brother's like that. bachelor party rolling craps. I I made back the entire bachelor party that I paid for. Really? Yeah. We were, we were doing like twenty dollars hands of craps, oh. and I had like that's three, too rich I had for like my blood, three, man. Three twenties out there at a time, so I was and I rolled. I made my point like ten times in a row. If you guys want a great game uh, at Luke's previous bachelor party back in Las Vegas, where that whole Cisco story happened, um, look up a game called Ship Captain Crew. Oh, Ship Captain Crew. We played Ship Captain Crew for probably two hours in the middle of that bachelor party. And I walked away about 70 bucks richer, which was awesome. So I'm not going to give you the, the brass hex of the game. It's a dice game. Get some dice. Look it up. Yeah, it's corner bar dice game. And it's and you get a, you get like 10 guys to play it, 
it's a fun night all night. Yeah. So, and you can play cheap. You play a dollar or a roll. Well, you, well if every guy's it. setting up three bucks, yeah. you're, you're talking $30 a round. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. all you have to do is just play. But we okay. got. We Let's got, go into our topics. We here. got we got some fun topics today. Um, we do got to talk about uh, Donald Sterling. Yeah, let's start with that. All right, so and Donald Sterling kind of goes hand in hand with the um, the Cliven Bundy rancher. These are the famous topics right now in the news. Mm. All right, so Donald Sterling today, like literally like four hours ago, I've seen him in the news and everything like that. There's there's actually been a presidential response because some news reporter decided, <laughs> hey, Obama, what do you think about Donald Sterling? And I, you know, I hate the fact. That any bit of news automatically has to, like, let's ask the highest seat in power. Right, you know? right. So, yeah, Obama's response was like, yeah, he said some stupid things, you know, that's it. And Which is what his response should be. Yeah, and that's that's uh, that's all he said. You, so, give, you <clears throat> give this guy's comments the way to the White House. Yeah, exactly. It shouldn't have been Obama saying anything it should have been maybe the white house representative or nobody or he nobody. owns a basketball team and it doesn't matter so here's the thing right this is what kills me about a news reporter asking a president that question it elicits the worst kind of response to the response when i went on uh i can't remember what website and i saw that a news reporter i think it was a new york times reporter that asked him and they asked Obama, and he said, "Oh, you know, he said some stupid things." Blah blah blah. It was maybe like two sentences. If he said it, because they're 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 challenging the legitimacy. Yeah, yeah, they're challenging the because because this is a woman that they're actually suing. Well, I heard all the audio. Yeah. We'll get to that in a second. But this is my my point was the response of the response on the website that I was looking at had about five thousand comments mm-hmm. right away, mm-hmm. and the five thousand comments were. I wish the president would spend more time on foreign policy and then concerning himself with the oh, NBA. Of course. Like, he got asked a question. Yeah. Is he not supposed to answer it? And then you got the other people. And that just drew out into this terrible domino effect of question and a political debate. A guy responded to a question. Yeah. It should, you know what? Yeah. Just close the comments because like he took a day addressing it. Yeah, he said something for two minutes and like, this is why we're in Afghanistan. Yeah, like, no. uh, well, there's people like you know that connect that can everything's connected to you know their is, one rant. It's like let me find a reason to complain about Afghanistan. And so and and it, and oh, geez, I, I just got like a million thoughts on this. Like, um, let's let's go over the story. Donald Sterling is the owner of the Los Angeles Clippers. Yep. And uh, let's say he's got a history of saying maybe insensitive things that people have promoted. Yeah, now, so yeah. he's been accused of racism. Accused of, I don't know racism all in the... the past. Yeah, I don't know them all, but this TMZ came out with audio TMZ of, of his girlfriend, his mistress, I guess. Yeah, recording him. The, I, now I've heard the audio and I've heard of the extended clip, which was just released today, because this stuff kind of fascinates me. I, I I'm a whore for this kind of stuff. But I listen to everything. And after hearing the audio, you can tell two things. One, the guy's kind of messed up in the head. Just yeah, by he's jacked. He's, he's, something, there's he's something, like 80 years old. Here's something that is he's either old or getting dementia. He's probably, yeah, he's set in his ways. He's 80 years old and he doesn't quite. And here's two. I mean, I don't know about you know, like anybody listening to this podcast. If you hear the audio, she is clearly leading him, clearly setting him up for disaster. Yeah. Now, regardless, he might believe everything he's saying, and I'm not excusing that fact. 
But she, you can tell, this was complete. She knew. She what sounds like she's acting. She told him that she was going to get him back because they were family was suing her. I mean, you can tell like she's like getting close to the. Hey, honey, what do you think about this? Thing? You're like, yes, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Like she is completely, completely screwing him over. And you know what? It killed me about not the saying whole, he's good. The Just, whole audio is in the whole thing, and I heard. I've heard about six minutes of it. It's like nine minutes total. From what I heard, he never said. Like, he's not like, I hate, he was like, I no, love not, black people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't want him at my games. Yeah. Like, it was so, it was so, like, it was hilarious because he would say, he would use the term African-Americans. He said and, blacks a couple times. Yeah, but he, he also yeah. said African-Americans. Yeah, yeah. But, like, he wasn't he dropping, like, Jews? he wasn't, he wasn't dropping, it. like, N-bombs no. or anything like that. That's what killed me is, like, in that conversation, he wasn't. Because this morning, listening to Jonathan Hood, who's an idiot on ESPN Radio. You don't like Johnny Hood? No, he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> I like the Hood, he's man. He's so fucking surfacey. You can tell he's regurgitating shit that someone told him. Quite possible. Um, yeah, I'll give you But that. he was comparing him to a Klan's member. No. And he was like no. saying he's a Klan's this, and he might as well have first a white all, hood on. And I go, first a white all, hood? First of all, he's Jewish. All right. So I seriously doubt you could put him in the same category as a Klansman. All right. So- let let's all right there's there's a couple things that i took away from this these these are the facts all right apparently based on the audio and based on things he doesn't want to be seen in pictures and he didn't want his girlfriend to be seen in pictures with black people because he thinks it lowers their perception in society and he also got mad at his girlfriend for bringing black people to sit courtside yeah at the games at the games at the clipper games and as far as i'm concerned both terrible things awful i i don't like it and i got the knee-jerk reaction just like everybody else i'm like this fucking guy you know yeah well, how stupid can you be? How, yeah, how stupid can you be and actually say these things out loud? Now, granted, he was led along. Yeah. But, I mean, these. this is what I take away from it. Now, the NBA response, mm-hmm. We're gonna I, actually, I actually liked the sure. NBA response. I hated that people were mad about the response. The, the commissioner said he's not going to the game, so it's kind of like a probationary period. Sure. And we're going to look into it, and everyone deserves a fair trial. Yeah. And I'm like... Yeah, you know what? Exactly. Obviously, the knee-jerk reaction is what everyone has, and I have it just as much as anybody else. But let's figure out what you know. And like, if if he you know says things like that, let the NBA police itself, because you know what? The other owners will make a decision, sure. and the players will make a decision. That's what I was going to say. You can believe whatever you want. Mm. I said it last week. Whatever you say will be used against you. And if the NBA owners and the players decide, you know what? I'm going to boycott. The players decide to do something stupid like that, Yeah, they're not going to get paid. But if they believe in it that much where this guy should be removed mm. for really stupid things that he said, I got nothing against that. If they want to take that route, that's fine. Okay. I don't think the public opinion really flies into this. Let I, the owners let the owners and the players decide it. You know what? Let it police itself. He didn't do anything criminally wrong. Exactly. He has a right to have those opinions. He has an absolute right to have those opinions. I, I don't agree with anything he says. And we right. talked about this. Should he be fired for it? First he's of all, he's... fired. They're going to take a... He's going to take his ownership what, away. Well, what whatever. are the Clippers worth? A lot more now than they were 10 years ago. $500 million? It's got to be something close to that. Okay. Let's just settle on $500 million. They'd force him to give up ownership, let's just say. Mm-hmm. Was that a 
$500 million response. I mean, there's people who commit murder. O.J. Simpson's civil trial was like $30 million. Well, I, I guess you got to come to it like this. Is he going hungry tomorrow? Probably not if he loses his ownership of the team. That he, he, but that's, he'll, he'll be fine. The, the problem is when you say stuff like that and you have players around the black, league. A co- black, black coach. Well, yeah, like – they're going to take issue with what you're saying. Like, sure. listen, dude, you want to want to be in a picture with me? Yeah, because you feel it's beneath you. Guess what, champ? I don't think you're. You know, I don't. I don't condone anything the guy said. I think he's a, obviously an idiot. He was an idiot before when he was running the Clippers when they were the worst franchise in the in the league. Yeah, Jesus. Um, you know, he he wouldn't buy tape so they could tape up. The players had to buy their own tape. There's something wrong with it. Yeah, he's There's obviously a, a, a fucking idiot. And I'm not yeah. defending him. What does get me? That people want to take something away that obviously he built somewhat. You yeah, say, it's his yeah, team. It's his team. But fucking ESPN Radio has Al Sharpton on yesterday. Who? No, if I, you know, we talked about me, Al Sharpton at the beginning. He any port in a storm, man. A, uh, he's such a fucking asshole. He's an opportunist. Okay, but that's anybody. He comes on. Okay, that comes which, back to which, Sean Hannity okay, and the Bundy. The little, like, the little any opportunity. The little side thing is. Al Sharpton couldn't use his phone, and in the middle of his statements, he kept hitting buttons, and you could hear beep, beep. <laughs> it kept going, which killed me because it would be in the middle of him talking. You could see it kept throwing both of the the, the interviewer and Al Sharpton off because he'd be talking, and the interviewer would be like, because oh, he'd lose like part of what he said, which was funny in itself. Al Sharpton said anything short of him either being forced to sell his franchise or the Clippers kicked out of the league. Essentially taking it away from the why, guy. Why would you kick the Clippers out of the league? Because if he doesn't do the franchise, because there's no room for him in this in this league. All right, but the, there's now, a team. There's a P, there's a team. There's a stadium. There's people that are employed. You don't. That's why stop I say the team. That's why I say is, fine. is it a five hundred million dollar mistake that the guy made, or even a five hundred million dollar view? Because I was thinking about this, and I heard it yesterday, and then I got up this morning, and I was thinking about it more. Al Sharpton is probably one of the biggest racists on the planet, you in my mind. At least I, I don't think he's a racist. I'm going to read you an Al Sharpton I, quote. I, I, you can read me the quote, and I'll say this to you. I think Al Sharpton is like in the same category of a Rush Limbaugh. They're entertainers to a degree. They're going to say whatever makes the public respond. And you know, like when people say that, Rush why Limbaugh isn't is a why bigot, why doesn't then why doesn't Donald Sterling fall under that category? Maybe he was saying something for the public to respond. No, it's it's again any any chance to make their star brighter is what they're going to use. That okay, but if if racism is what you're going to use, you're a racist. Well, so the conscious let me read, let me read you this. You tell me words. You right, tell me if this is a racist statement. I'll probably say yes right off the bat. Why this is a quote <laughs> from Al Sharpton. What year? 1994. Okay. There was a bunch of them, but this one kind of stood out. White folks was in the caves while we was building empires. We built pyramids before Donald Trump even knew what architecture was. We, okay, so he's lumping himself with the Egyptians. Black black people. We taught philosophy and astrology and mathematics before Socrates and them Greek, Greek homos ever got around to it. Do some do some cracker come and tell you while well, my mother and father blood go back to the Mayflower. You better hold your pocket. That ain't nothing to be proud of. That means your forefathers was crooks. No, is that that really? It's reprehensible. Okay, and he's still around. Does yeah. if Al Sharpton had a job, should he lose his job? No. Okay. 
This now this is one quote. I found like ten of them. So what you're doing is, and I agree with you. It's I'm just racist. saying the dude's a Not hypocrite. only is it racist, it's also homophobic. But let's let's get. Oh, I didn't get the quote about he. Sh- you shouldn't buy uh, fried chicken from a Mexican owner, and you shouldn't buy watermelon from a. Uh, That's racist against black people. <laughs> you shouldn't buy watermelon from a Korean store owner. You see, like Al Sharpton. Let's let's look at the time frame too. 1994. All right. So it's pre widespread internet. So a lot of people don't have access to that feed. So whenever he said it, it probably wasn't broadcast everywhere. It was one sure. of those things he said. A lot of people don't know the history. I know the history of the guy. I know the history of Al Sharpton fairly well, probably more than most people. I think I think yeah. you're forced to. As a liberal, you have to study him. Oh, we have to study it. We have a class. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have to give our candles to Karl Marx as we walk by. So, yes. um, no, like, he's, as I said, like, I don't like the guy. And now he's got a TV show. He does? But I, yeah, he's got a TV show on MSNBC. Huh. But the same reason I don't like Limbaugh. Like, the dude used to have a TV show. But he said terrible shit back then. These guys are entertainers first. And they're doing it for a reaction to you. That's why they're doing it. And that's fine. Yeah. But and Al, I say entertainers not in the same way you're going to see gravity in the film. Okay, so <laughs> don't interview Al Sharpton in no. a situation like this because Al no, Sharpton Nobody interviewed on, Al Sharpton. Like, Al Sharpton got on the phone with ESPN. It wasn't it wasn't ESPN asking him. No, no, Al he Sharpton's asked him a like, bunch of questions. I want to pick uh, No, no, pick he, me. He, he he they asked him a bunch of questions. That's I mean they were retarded because he would have found a They a asked camera. Charles Barkley and he said you should be suspended and fined. Al Sharpton wow. said anything short of Charles anything, Barkley had a pretty reasonable answer. Yeah, huh? anything short of, and he said, Don, you know, Don Sterling's an idiot. He should be suspended and fined." He said anything short of him losing his job. Okay, did Donald Sterling say something wrong? Yes. Yeah. Is Al Sharpton a fucking hypocrite? Yes. <laughs> that's beyond beyond well, that's reasonable my point. doubt. Yeah, I don't want to hear from Al Sharpton because he's a one. He's an asshole. Yeah. Two. What is he a reverend of? Three, what is his fucking <laughs> job other than to take money from minorities, right? He takes money from minorities to be a unreasonable hypocritical voice. Yeah, you, he's 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 an opportunist. And I'm gonna he's an that. ambulance chaser. Yeah, well, it's just any port in a storm, I said, man. These guys will chase the story as long as it gets them in front of a microphone. And that's what kills me because there should be a legitimate response to stuff like this. But there's so much noise. We talked about the liberal side, conservative side. Everyone's loud, and everybody wants a head on a plate until they feel satisfied. And you know what? Your version of satisfaction when it comes to something like this is going to be a lot different than the far left or the far right. Sure. So some of the people have were said like, "What did he say that was wrong?" And you know, like when I read these comments, I'm like, "You could even you could yeah, read like, into yeah. it to anything." I mean, it's it's like he didn't say anything. Like, so what? He shouldn't get fined. He shouldn't be like people should just shut up and let him go about his business. And I'm like thinking you, you're not grasping the situation yeah. as well as well, you should be. You never any extremists are yes unreasonable. And that's I like this show. We, we do really find some sort of middle ground a majority of the time. And like this guy, again, I don't think anybody should lose their job for being stupid. No, I mean he's um, he's, he's 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 an idiot, but. But I will say this: If the thirty or the twenty-nine other owners say, "Hey, man, you're giving us a bad image. Sell we don't team. need this shit. Sell the team. Sell the team. Yeah. Otherwise, we'll kick you out." And I imagine they could probably do something with their sure. charter and stuff like that. And to be honest with you, I wouldn't. there's actually nothing in the rules that said there's only in the rules as if if it's a financial thing. Yeah, they, they, technically, he'll get a golden parachute anyway. Yeah, it's not even about the money; it's about power. So, so. I, 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 the whole out of the whole situation. 
you know, the thing that annoyed me most is Al Sharpton. And <laughs> this is my only platform. Uh, Al Sharpton, if you happen to uh, listen to our <laughs> podcast. He's listener six. I would like for you to tongue my butthole because I fucking hate you because you're useless. You and Jesse Jackson should go in a corner and shut the fuck up and never, ever, ever speak again. You know, the thing about Jesse Jackson, I remember this way back uh, in 08. I can say way back in 08. That's pretty sad when you think about it. That was six years ago uh, when Obama was running for president. They caught him off. We, we thought he wasn't on camera, and he said something shitty about Obama. I yeah. think he called me N-word right, right on camera. And I was just thinking, like, dude, you know what? Just you're <laughs> – Jesse Jackson should lose his yeah, job it, in whatever job like, he has. The, the, the fact that, you know, you're upset He's about – yeah, yeah, you know. so... He's a reverend, too. He's a reverend. Well, his son is also a tax cheater. Yeah. Did, so. Oh, and he got reelected. He got reelected. He hadn't. Uh, he hadn't done anything he's got for crazy issues. Doesn't I know. He? He's like bipolar or something. Yeah, like he's that. bipolar. He's got a bunch of other stuff. But he he wasn't around for two months. He disappeared, and they reelected him. Nick and Luke talk about black people. Uh, the next, yeah, you're going to get a disease. Me. That uh, kills me. They no, oh, see, the and then this this conversation goes right to the Clive and Bundy guy, and this is the one. The Cliven Bundy, if you don't know, is a rancher out in Nevada. Have you heard any of this story? Very little. I really okay. found it uninteresting because I'm not a big gun guy. Well, no, no, it had nothing to do with guns. Let me, let me, let me give you the. I know the, the I know gist the, of it. The basic gist. Just for the the folks listening, uh, he is a rancher out in I want to say Nevada, might be Arizona, I might be getting states wrong, and he had his cattle grazing illegally. Whether you believe it, uh, he's in the right or in the wrong. He was grazing his cattle illegally for the last 20 years, all right, on Basically. federal lands. Sure. He was supposed to pay his fees, which uh-huh. were like ridiculously small uh, in comparison to that of like if he was going to put his cattle on private land. Uh-huh. He had it on public land. Mm-hmm. He got billed for it. Mm-hmm. He'd been to court several times. Mm-hmm. The judges found him guilty of like, dude, you got to pay these fines. So he's like a million dollars over the course of 20 years mm-hmm. for his cattle. So basically, he's a welfare queen as far as I'm concerned. He's mooching off the system. Uh, so the government sent in federal agents to take his cattle. I mm-hmm. believe it was to take it. And so he became the darling of a movement like this is government overreach. Yeah. We're going to the poster boy put this guy on a panel and we're going to bring our guys with our guns and we're going to make sure that those government interlopers do not take this cattle. And they had guys with guns. And some of the most idiotic comments I've ever heard. We're going to put the women in the front line, so in case they shoot us, they're going to have to shoot the women folk first. I'm like, Ah, dude, holy shit! You really just put the women in the like? So, (laughs) (laughs) like, you don't try to find logic. Yeah, so like, like, dude, I know what you're saying. You think that's cool? Yeah, but you just really screwed that up. So, and then the thing that killed me the most was the Bundy guy said. I recognize. I don't recognize the federal government. Yet he was riding around on a horse with an American flag, and I just put my head in my hands. I'm like, dude, you, if you don't recognize the American government, don't ride on a horse with a big fucking flag over your head. All right, just go the fuck he, away. He, he just just go away. So he's like 70 years old. Yeah. So he became the darling of a movement. He was on. I don't know even what you call the movement. It was like, this is clearly government overreach. So they put him on. It's like a, Fox uh, News uh, was what, the what big. Are the, what are the. Uh, 
They're no, not God, even the not tea, tea Party. party. It's, it was somebody it's the, else. Uh, Some, it was a patriot or, group. They yeah, say that. We're okay. the patriots. So yeah. they, it was on Fox News. Tom Brady was there. He was on for like four straight nights. Mm. They were propping this guy up yeah. like this is, you know, he's our darling. The governor, the governor of the state called him a patriot. Mm-hmm. And he compared himself to the founding fathers. No, oh, of course. So, going back to the Donald Sterling thing, the guy opens his mouth a little bit more. Yeah. And New York Times interviewed him. And I, I read the, the article because I wanted to get context. The guy just trails off into a zone that he, he's like, let me tell you something about the Negro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, dude, where is this going? And then he's like, you know, maybe they were just better off as slaves. And I yeah. was like, you put your head in your hand again, and you're like... It wasn't so much his old bigoted comments that got me. I think it was the abandoned ship mentality of everyone else. Like, oh fuck this guy! And yeah, got away as quickly. Well, you as got it. You got it. And that's the whole thing is people were saying, oh, oh, you know, and they're using it. They're like, it's going to kill the Republicans in the next election. No, no, it's, no, no, it's not. No, if it's not. you support no. somebody for something they did, yes, okay, something they're doing, you're saying I support this guy's right to have his cattle graze on federal land. He shouldn't be taxed for it. Yeah, okay. Do I have to own everything the guy ever thought? <laughs> well, here's the thing that kills me about after the racial stuff come out comes he, out. Well, I like that he backed it. He's like, I'm not backing down. That's yeah, what I think. And, and then he That's brought fine. he brought MLK Thank into it. He's like, well, obviously MLK didn't fulfill his dream. I'm like, MLK got shot, dude. He didn't have a chance to finish anything. So right. you know, slow down. But beside the point, he sounds like a confused old man. Really, really bad. Why do people still interview him at this point? Because he's just digging the hole even deeper. And because it, it's now, good now, remember when we talk about Your media, media, media overreach? Yeah. Like, now, okay, we, we realize what he is. And as far as I'm concerned, he's a bigot. I don't know necessarily know if he's racist. I think he grew up in an era where he just, that's the way he is. I know he's probably in a bubble. Yeah. He's probably never met a black person in his life. People that yeah. were raised... Before he, he, not, I'm not, he's not getting a pass by there me. Are Don't worry me wrong. There's the are, internet society, and there's a lot more. The world's a little bit more open there, nowadays, but you know, there are people that think that way, and I, you can't 100 percent blame. It's how they were raised. It's how, which should be no excuse to a certain degree. I mean, just I'll because you, you were raised to hate people with red hair doesn't mean you should right, hate people. With but hair. you need to have a Mary certain Kate level. Excluded. If you're going to throw around, if you're going to throw <laughs> around the word tolerance, you need to tolerate people who. We're brought up differently. Uh, yeah. Same way as if I said something about black culture that I didn't like, well, they, they'd call me racist, but I was brought up in a different culture. Well, it, it, but it, let, me, hang on, let me finish yeah, my thought. Sorry, sorry. I get jibber jabbery. I, I thought of, I always think of I when I worked at Universal, we had a, a, a human resources meeting on tolerance. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're going to focus on not naming names, Mr. Luke Pascal. Hmm? So <laughs> the guy giving the the thing is a human is a human resource manager giving the little presentation. Um his name's Jason, not Jason, Jason, Jason. which is ridiculous Jay-Z. in itself. Okay, I liked the guy. He was a friendly guy. Um but he was very flamboyantly gay. Um <laughs> to the he, point that he, he came did he, did he, he come in with sparklers or something. He came dressed on Halloween. As a woman, 100% as oh, a woman. Oh, he came in drag. Yep. In 100% drag, he looked like a woman. 
Okay. Okay. So Halloween, whatever. But yeah, it was you know. his. That was his thing. Did he get a semi? He did it when he went out. He would dress like a woman. So he's telling me what I have to put up. Well, you're basically saying you have to tolerate this, 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 this. Going down the line, I don't have a problem with anything he's saying as far as what I should need to talk because it didn't really affect me. I was like, whatever, dude. I don't have any bad feelings against any of these, you know, gay people, black people, whatever, whatever, you know, pregnant woman in the workplace, whatever we had to go through. But in the middle of it, I stop and I go, well, who decides these rules? He goes, what do you mean? I go, well, I said, my dad, for instance, okay, was born in 1936. Yeah. He was, you know, when he got married, it was men goes out to work, woman stays at home and takes care he of the was, family uh, and the kids. Yeah. They, I said, so why, how is he wrong in his beliefs? I go, who dictates what we as a group are supposed to, why can't I find something offensive if that's how I was raised, that's what I believe? And there was like this pause and he goes, well, society decides it. I said, I'm part of society. <laughs> and he goes, well, the group as a whole. I said, well, there's a, I'm part of the whole. There's a lot of people that might think, say, I don't like pregnant women. Okay? And I said, I believe that the woman should be home. I said, why? And I'm, I'm, I wasn't, like, arguing. I was trying to get his – I was trying to show him that his – him standing up there telling me that I have to tolerate something is flawed because – he has no legitimate reason as to why his views are better than someone else's. Well, maybe, maybe the words he was using are, are oh, it was very, it was human resources. It was very carefully so, selected like, words. I, I think tolerate is actually a good word as opposed to offended. Like, okay, you can be offended by something. So, say like you're offended by people with red hair. Okay, let's just throw that out there, and they're in your workplace, mm-hmm. and you're just offended by them, but. You can be offended by them as long as you don't act on your offensiveness toward okay. them. So, yeah, it's like as long as to each their own, they can have red what hair if, what all if they if want. What if someone's a uh, black guy's in work and I we're talking and I say, well, I'll work with you because I have to tolerate you? Then there's a bigger issue there. Like if you're so worked up to be working with somebody, I, then you that, might not want that I'm job. Is, so, it's, it's such a, it's How did you such get hired broad, <laughs> It's such a broad... It's a broad brush. It, you know, it, and I, I, I don't give a – if I'm at work, I don't give a fuck. As long as you, you, you carry your weight and I don't have to do more because of you because you suck at your job, what do I care? No. Yeah, I mean, Bring in a freaking dog to do the job if it's, you know – Is a dog qualified? Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> um, so that was my – so you go back to your Clive Owen or whatever the guy's Cl- name Clive is. O- <laughs> He can think what he wants. I don't care. It doesn't if if people don't vote. I, I'm, if people I'm don't more vote offended people certain, putting microphones in front of his face at this point. Like just you know what if he people is. People don't vote for a certain guy because the guy said, "Well, the guy does you know shouldn't have to pay taxes," and the guy's going to run for office and say, "Ah, oh, you back to race." Give me a break. Yeah. If that's I, how, if that's the, the smallest minute thing that influences your vote, your vote ain't worth much anyway. You're gonna you're you're gonna make a lot of bad decisions. Well, you're gonna make decisions eight months in advance or whatever the election is. And yeah, nobody yeah, will remember this yeah, guy. Nobody will remember this guy, and I'm glad nobody will remember this guy. But you know, beside the point, I think again we have solved the world's woes and miseries. So well, Clive Barker should be forced to sell the Clippers. <laughs> I I like funny names. All right. <laughs> 
it's like over an hour. We'll get to this other stuff next time. But uh, I have to ask Luke some questions for our, our follow-up show. So the last thing we'll do is uh, the Jonas Oh, we're not going to talk about week. Michelle Obama. No, we're not going to talk about Michelle oh, Obama. It's, I hate her. Dude, she looks we, like Skeletor. I love Michelle Obama. I she's think she's a hot. fucking idiot. I, but you know, she's pretty. No, she's not. How she's can you say pretty. your wife is pretty and then say Michelle Obama I find many women pretty. Allison is very pretty and... Michelle Obama looks like Skeletor. <laughs> no, I've met Skeletor. He's not. He's not too. Not too pretty at all. To be honest with Fuck. you. I, 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 all right, we'll talk you know about Michelle like Obama next. You know, it's like Skeletor, the chick from House of Cards that uh, Kevin Spacey's been banging on the first the young season. Chick? Yeah. She's got her nose; it's kind of upturned. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, she's, yeah. I mean, and she's cute. Don't get me wrong, but I, mean, the first I forget thing the actress's like, she name. Looks she's like, a good actor. She's going to be the Invisible Woman in the Fantastic Four movie coming. Oh, out. she's a good actor. I like her. Yeah, hey, do you know who's going to be the new? Do you watch uh, Game of Thrones? No. Oh no. All right, if you start watching it, the Daenerys girl, the the dragon chick. Mm-hmm. I'm familiar with her. Be, she's going to be uh, the new Sarah Connor in the new Terminator movie. Terminator Genesis. Yeah, part five. She's cool. I like her. She's a good actor. I I bet you they go back in time. I bet you I don't know. <laughs> and they try to they try to fix stuff. So uh, do you want this one or you want me to take it? The what? The Mr. Jonah story Jonah. of the week? Yeah. Uh, oh, I don't have a story, so if you got one, fire away. All right. Well, um, I, I tell the Vegas one, but with the Vegas one, I have to find the audio because I actually still have, his, I still have his voicemails. <laughs> I still have his voicemails to this day from the Vegas. And I, 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 I can tell the, the Jonah bachelor party story uh, from my buddy Marty's bachelor party. That would be – do you really want to tell that one? I, I, <laughs> nothing, nothing happened to me. <laughs> you know, that, that is probably the most vile of all the Jonah stories. And I, I – you know what? You know Let's, what? I'll it's, tell it's, it off. Can, can we hold that off because – I would actually like. Yeah, I would never ask his permission to tell a story about him. No, let's just save it till he pisses us off one yeah, day, and then I, we'll throw it out. There. I think that's one where we're like, "Hey, man, can we tell that story?" <laughs> that's a great story. <laughs> I you go ahead, fire a Jonah story out. It was a quick one. Another one is a Las Vegas story. Uh, this has nothing to do with your bachelor party, uh, but you were actually there uh, in 2008. Allison and I had to do a tool show in December of 08, and. Um, it was great because we had called you guys up, you, Aaron, and Jonah, and we're like, "Hey, you know, if you guys aren't doing anything, we got a free room in Las Vegas." The and Vegas just, Five. Yeah, uh, if you can pull your uh, your flights together and just come out with us, it'd be awesome. And all of you did it, which was just right cool. You're like, one day we're out of state, and then all all five of us were there. It was mm-hmm. really cool. So we were all stayed at, stayed at the uh, Palazzo, and when we stayed at the Palazzo, I got all these special offers mm-hmm. for the Lavo nightclub and uh, free drinks at the bar and all this stuff. So me and Jonah are, are hammered before. That's we... when I stayed at the blackjack table. Yes. you guys go to the fucking yeah, club. You're, you're I'm like, here. I'm I'm done with this. You guys do. It. I'm like, we want to go to the club. I got free drinks. So that was the only thing that was going in my head, and I had already been like booze in the entire day yeah which well was that's fantastic. i was in vegas when i was 21 and how old am i then how no, i was in vegas when i was 19 really at a wrestling tournament we had a wrestling tournament in vegas um so how much older am i than you uh, six years okay so you yeah. i was experiencing vegas when you were in junior high so uh, yeah, the club like, thing yeah. you're like club i'm like i'll see you later. i'll see you later so, so go ahead no we, we we went to the club and um so this, the story starts on the outside of the club. We're in the queue to get inside the place. And so me, Jonah, Aaron, and Allison. And uh, me and Jonah had both done 
at least at this point, two of the five-hour energy drinks. Mm-hmm. You know, the little things in the yeah. red. They, they, had, yeah. they, had, they had just come out, and mm-hmm. I was I was in love with them. Like, these are incredible. Oh, yeah, they were great. Um, so I had bought like eight of them, and I'm like, hey, man, take this last one before we go in. He's like, whoa. And it, we're still hammered, but he's like, I don't, I, it, says, it says you shouldn't take more than two. Because he's like slowly reading the back of the thing. And yeah. I'm like, oh, dude, it's cool because we're taking three. It's not two. <laughs> that made sense to me yeah. in my head. I'm not kidding. Like, I wasn't saying it as a joke. I was like, yeah, no, dude, we're doing three, so it's cool. Kind of because at that time, especially, Jonah was very worried about worried about how much he yeah, consumed. But no, he was worried that that would like crash his heart or something. <laughs> <laughs> and the best response to him was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> so we we nail these five hour energies, and we go inside the club. And the first thing I do with Jonah is go get booze where Allison and Aaron start dancing. It was a nice nightclub. I will give them that. They had like bottle service areas and everything. Mm-hmm. It was it was they cool always looking. Had bottle service but I mean, it, it didn't look overly crowded. One hundred and fifty dollar bottle of vodka. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I, Vegas, it's like three hundred bucks, dude. So you want that bottle of Absolute with your pain for oranges? Yay! So like, um, Allison and Aaron go dance. It's a nice looking club. The music's you know great for dancing. We go to the bar. I'm like, hey, I got a $50 drink credit. Like, they give me like two glasses of Jack Daniels. I'm like, wow, that really went far. <laughs> so we slam those things. And you can almost hear the fireworks go over Jonah's head after he slammed because we just shot the glasses. We didn't like it. There was, was no sipping. There was enjoying. no sipping. We're just like, ah. And <sighs> Jonah was done. You could see the eyes roll in the back of his head. <laughs> I'm like, let's go dance with the girls. So we start going to dance. And I'm dancing with Allison. We're having a great time. And Jonah's dancing with Aaron. They're having a great time. And then Jonah gets behind Aaron. He starts doing that little bump and grind. And he starts, you know, shimmying up to her. <laughs> and Aaron, you know, she's just like loving it. She's dancing around. And then all of a sudden, as I'm dancing with Allison, I turn over and watch Jonah and Aaron. And Jonah is falling asleep <laughs> on the dance floor. So he wraps his arms around Aaron. And Aaron's just keep dancing. She just thinks, like, oh, Jonah's getting all close and comfortable to me. Aaron's very uh, top heavy, if you will. Uh, so what do you Jonah, mean? Her head uh, is big. No, 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 no. Her, she's she's got very big boobs, and so Jonah wraps his arms around her, and he puts his hands, he cups them over her chest, and he falls asleep on her back. <laughs> so Aaron is dancing around with this corpse Jonah, who has his <laughs> arms locked locked around her and just squeezing onto her boobs for dear life. But she's unaware that this guy is drooling on the back of her. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God, he's going to fall over. And Allison's like, I don't care. Just keep dancing with me. And I was like, ah, Jonah, Jonah. And he didn't wake up. So we got him out of there. I don't remember uh, getting back to the room after that. But I think uh, you dropped him off and then you came back down. Yeah, I think me. that's exactly. I think yeah. you sat down with me yeah, for a while yeah, yeah. Playing, playing blackjack. We did get him to play black. We got him out of the club. I don't know how he'd fall asleep with high energy music playing. You know, but still. So uh, we always say to this day that Aaron's boobs save Jonah's life. You know, they're magical. <laughs> boobs in general are magical. See, we've got a story that involved Aaron now. Good times. Mm, yeah. And they would eventually get married and have a little baby. Yeah. Good times. Well, uh, we appreciate you guys listening. Anything else, my friend, before we go? I just love we got some stuff pushed off to next week. Oh, um, I'm going to try to be up at the wine bar on Wednesday. Let's see, did we get to the. Uh, no. 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 We didn't get to four of these. Okay. We well, more I'll, shit I'll next come week. in I'll come in Wednesday. We'll 
I'll have a couple glasses of wine. Ooh, maybe we do a live recording there. We talked about that last time, but if maybe you want. Get, yeah, that'd be awesome. Otherwise, I'll just drink wine and watch the TV. In the meantime, everyone, go get a disease. Take care. <laughs>